What's up everyone? Hope you are doing well uh, after the summer holidays. This marks the beginning of season two for our Helltilla Weekly uh, podcast, indeed, after the summer break, if you may. Now, if you do love the podcast, do make sure you give it uh, a five-star review in, in Apple Podcasts and wherever that's possible. Do make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. It, it would mean a lot to every one of us um, as well. And if you if you already haven't done that, please go ahead and and download the HealthZilla app from the Apple App Store and Google Play for free today and try out the, the new stress can straight from your uh, phone camera and your fingertip indeed and start building your healthy habits today. Um, and here goes the beginning of season two with Dr. Jeff Lin. Enjoy. Here we go. Three, two, one. Welcome. This is Helltiller Weekly, episode number thir- 23, coming out to you live from always sunny Singapore. This is also the, the start of season two after the, uh, the sort of summer holidays, especially in Europe and parts of America as well. Um, people are, are returning uh, back to work from holidays um, and all that. And hopefully you've been able to live a healthy lifestyle uh, of keeping your healthy habits all throughout the holiday season and, and the summer holidays as well. Not binging too much on beer and lying on the beach, but also doing your workouts, eating healthy, uh, moving around in the nature and all that good stuff as well. Obviously, season two will be full of um, great guests um, talking about very interesting health-related topics um, all throughout the uh, the fall. Um, and today we have a special guest to join us um, Indeed. Um, his name is Jeff Lin. Um, Jeff is a chiropractor. He has a, a bachelor's degree in chiropractic science. He's a master's in chiropractic. He's a member of the Chiropractors Registration Board in, on, in Australia. Um, and he is chiropractor for various types of athletes, including swimmers, golfers, rugby players, and crossfitters. He is the coach and founder of one of the top CrossFit boxes in Singapore called CrossFit Urban Edge, which I attended to for a few years as well. And he is a ridiculously fit dude and one of the top CrossFit athletes in Singapore. Hello, Jeff. Welcome. Hi, Nico. Thanks for having me. Fabulous. How's your day so far? Yeah, good, good. Just uh, uh, my day off this morning, so uh, a slow and lazy morning to start. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. Could could you uh, give us a little bit, um, uh, like a sh- uh, short background to yourself? Yeah, of course. Uh, so I grew up in Australia, Sydney, Australia, uh, where I did my studies in chiropractic. Uh, and uh, once I graduated, I first moved to Scotland for two years, where I practiced with a few friends. And that's where I really kind of got into CrossFit as a sport. Uh, I then moved to Singapore in, I think, 2013, end of 2013. Uh, I've been here ever since, uh, practicing as a chiropractor and also starting the box as well. Fantastic. So, so what, um, because obviously uh, getting into chiropractic is uh, sort of requires a, um, a very keen interest in human physiology. Have you had this always or what were some of the key attributes of, of, of uh, you know, driving you into chiropractic? Yeah, um, it was, uh, I kind of actually happened to just chance upon it. I was always kind of more interested in the sciences, health sciences when I was in school. Uh, and during high school, I was uh, doing quite a bit of swimming. And my swimming coach at the time was actually studying to be a chiropractor. So that was kind of my first exposure to it and kind of uh, also helped mentor me into the 
uh, to study the degree. And uh, since starting starting the degree, I definitely haven't looked back and very much enjoyed it and really glad I chose that path. Of course, of course. That's awesome. Now, just before we started this uh, this recording, we were talking about, or you, you mentioned that that you're seeing um, uh, your, your uh, practice being really busy now after the lockdowns have ended. Um, so what, what are you seeing now? I mean, uh, what types of aches and pains and problems do people have after the lockdown and after having such a long time without being able to uh, attend chiropractic? Yeah, it's really just a combination of just bad lifestyle habits that's accumulated over the course of the two months of lockdown. Uh, most people are coming in with essentially exacerbated uh, symptoms of their pre-existing conditions, which are mostly you know stiff or achy, painful neck, shoulders, lower backs. Uh, because generally, you know, I t um, the general consensus is that you know when you're working from home is that you sit longer, you have less space to move, you have less opportunity to move around, uh, and you tend to work for longer hours without really knowing it. Absolutely. So it, it all goes back to, or majority of the, the, the challenges and problems you're seeing goes back to work ergonomy, like, like you know, how, how your posture is and, and all that uh, whilst you're working from home? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, one of the things I try and educate people on now when they come in is to improve their ergonomics at home, mm. uh, making sure that their screen is high enough, they have a good chair with uh, decent lumbar support. And some of them are even getting, you know, investing in better tables, you know, that can, you can stand and sit, you know, all these helps, but you know, all really at the end of the day, it's all about just getting more movement into your body. Absolutely. So do you like see in your clients, um, um, like other uh, challenges after the lockdown period, like any weight gains or whatnot, because of less, less movement, maybe? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think um, people either go, go either one way or another, they either pick up some healthy habits, some people start, you know, um, jogging more, they, yeah. some people actually, you know, they because they're forced to cook more, they eat cleaner, healthier, but a lot of people, unfortunately, are moving less so they are putting on what they call the COVID weight and you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, unable to get to the gym so that definitely doesn't help either oh absolutely 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 so um just just from a from a point of reference because especially for amateurs like for example myself and, and potentially some other listeners as well because we had an osteopath on on the on the podcast uh, some a few months ago could you sort of explain what's the difference between osteopathy and chiropractic Yes, uh, chiropractic. Yes, yeah, chiropractic, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, there's actually a lot of similarities. In okay. fact, um, in Australia, it really depends on where you uh, studied. Because in Australia, up to I think about the 1980s, it was actually a dual degree. So okay. when I was studying to, uh, and I was actually working for a chiropractor slash osteopath um, uh, on the weekends, he yeah, that's what they went through. Was once they graduated, they were a chiropractor and an osteopath, mm. um, and um, really a lot of the similarities because we both use uh, manipulation or adjustments to really work on um, loosening up the joints and uh, realignment, just kind of creating more um, uh, movement. Uh, but uh, there are some philosophical differences because um, as chiropractors, what we've focus really on is to help improve nerve function, nerve flow. Uh, whereas my understanding is that osteopathy is more also about uh, improving circulation, blood flow. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it, it, the term, the, the profession itself is very diverse. So a mm -hmm. chiropractor like myself, 
um, uh, focusing on sporting injuries and also like just uh, deathbound lifestyle stress can be very similar to another osteopath, but uh, some chiropractors, um, you know, don't even touch you, right? They use, uh, they use machines, they, or they use right, right, uh, okay. energy, you know, so it's, um, it's very diverse, but I'll say there's more similarities than not. Mm-hmm. Now, it's interesting, um, as you mentioned that, that you, um, you, you deal with a lot of sports injuries as well. Now, from, from your own passion perspective, um, are you more like interested in, in terms of uh, treating sports injuries and then sort of high performance athletes or, or just like lifestyle um, uh, patients as well? I think um, in, I've seen uh, definitely a, a spectrum of uh, clients, members. Uh, and to be honest, I actually enjoy working more with uh, the, uh, the average person who, sure. um, who is looking to improve their health through you know, getting more exercise in and improving their spinal mobility and alignment uh, because um, they tend to because it's it's very tricky working with more high performance uh, athletes uh, it's definitely enjoyable uh but and more challenging but i yeah i personally prefer to work with uh, the average you know day-to-day joe <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i fully understand that now in in terms of um just from understanding a bit of your your mentality and your philosophy towards um uh, like treating your your patients and guiding them more towards um, healthy habits and healthier lifestyles what are some of some of your key staples in terms of like say workout advice uh, nutrition advice um, mobility advice maybe mm. yeah for sure we always um trying to educate our patients and members at the gym that you know uh, uh, in terms of your health you need to definitely look at the different aspects of health. You know, you need to move well, you need, um, uh, which is why, you know, we advocate CrossFit uh, because, you know, you're getting full body functional movements. Uh, you're getting various different stimuli through, you know, um, you know cardio as well as heavy weights. Uh, you need to also sleep well. We, I, I'm a strong advocate of, you know, getting, making sure you get at least eight to nine hours of sleep a day. Uh, you need to eat well, uh, and for uh, for my recommendation, usually I will I recommend people to eat as uh, unprocessed as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really I don't really um, push for you know uh, low carbs or whatnot. It's really depending on your activity level of the day, but really just trying to prepare your own food and um, eat out uh, as little as possible, um, and also to think well. Right, really, uh, I'm a st- uh, strong advocate of. Um, daily med- meditation and uh, making sure that you tune out on the weekends and de-stress as well you know, through exercise or whatnot. Yeah, it, it, it does sound a lot like how, how um, I, think, I think about a healthy lifestyle as well. It's very, very sim- similar to, uh, to that. Uh, especially love the, the idea of, of promoting like um, a whole food-based diet, uh, regardless yes. of whether it, whether it is a low carb or low fat or whatnot, but just, just cooking your meals from a whole food sources and, and whatnot, because obviously, you know, there are so many different types of schools of thought, you know, some people like keto or low carb, some ke- people like paleo and all that sort of stuff. Um, but so far I, I think my, uh, my sort of take on this is simply, um, you know, uh, from a compliance perspective, it is easiest to follow a, a, a balanced diet, which is mostly contained, uh, contained of uh, whole food sources, um, at least. So that's uh, something I, um, I think it's, uh, it's a great, great tool for a healthy lifestyle uh, um, as well. And obviously CrossFit too. 
Now, talking about uh, CrossFit itself, um, like as you, you mentioned, you've you've done CrossFit what since uh, early two thousand tens or something. Yeah, actually, um, I was first exposed to it uh, in university because mm. uh, one of our uh, kind of the thing is with CrossFit and the chiropractic, they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> A lot right. of chiropractors, um, uh, it's it's it, our I think our understanding of how people should move and what we believe in our belief in terms of exercise uh, prescription is very much uh, very congruent. So most chiropractors, you know, practice CrossFit, most chiropractors, you know, uh, you know, uh, recommended. So actually one of our uh, lecturers and um, tutors in university, uh, his name is Rob Downton. He was actually mm. one of the original kind of elite CrossFitters in Australia. All so, right. This was when CrossFit was just starting. He was like at the games every year, you know, mm-hmm. uh, beast of a man. So he used to run a clinic out of uh, his own box out of Sydney. So all right, all right. Uh, he used to invite us in and do some training. So that's kind of how I first got exposed to it. Um, and then, yeah, when I carry that through into Glasgow and I was fortunate enough that Glasgow um, has a very, uh, very um, good box. It's called CrossFit mm-hmm. Glasgow. Um, and, uh, the coaches are wonderful. They've, uh, it's a great community, but also they're just uh, very knowledgeable. And, um, it was actually, I think that was a couple of, yeah, that was about 2011 when they feel they're like the biggest, um, team of, uh, for the opens wow. okay. uh, in Europe, <laughs> which is huge. Right. So, so yeah, that was, I was, it was a great starting point for me, I think in terms yeah, of CrossFit. Now, were you competitive uh, from the get-go or, or when did you get into uh, games and competitions? Oh, definitely not. Like, uh, I started from definitely from scratch, you know, yeah. uh, starting from uh, kind of the typical gym bro mentality, you know, doing bench and uh, uh, a lot of upper body work mm-hmm. to being exposed to, uh, you know, <laughs> squatting course. every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a big shock. Uh, but yeah, it was, I definitely started from the ground up. Uh, you know, it's taken me, you know, it's, it's what, 20, 20 years, you know, 10 years now. And definitely I'm still, you know, still working on it. Yeah? Work in progress. <laughs> of course, as, as we all are, yes. uh, for sure. I think the, the why, why CrossFit is, is so unique as well is the competitive um, angle to it, which I think I've, I've, I've gotten so much out of that, out of the, the, the sort of ever so slight competition in, in the uh, workouts. Even though you know it's it's fun and games and all that, but it, it still gives you that additional boost to push yourself a bit harder um, every time, which is something that you wouldn't do by yourself necessarily at the gym doing bench press and, and bicep curls, right? Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know, when you came into um, Singapore in 2013, you continued your CrossFit uh, at that time as well, right? Yeah, that was actually one of my main priorities when looking for a place to stay. <laughs> All right. I first moved here was to kind of map out where the boxes are, where my work was going to be, yeah. and then figure out where, where where should I stay to be most accessible to both. <laughs> oh, that, that's awesome. Now, now, did you go to CrossFit Hub from the beginning? or? Uh, yes. Yeah, I started at the Hub. Um, yeah. You know, when there was just one little um, uh, tunnel and then they moved mm. Mega 2 and then into the, the behemoth that it is today. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I think I've actually met you first time 2014 at the Hub. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so it's uh, six years from now, uh, or six years ago. So I actually joined the CrossFit Hub again um, recently as I moved oh, okay. moved to uh, Paya Lebar. So it's much closer to uh, to me now. Anyway, so good good times, good times. But um, so have you? Because a lot of people have this context that CrossFit is not necessarily healthy. Uh, because we, as in Healthzilla and, you know, your chiropractic background and all that, we are all about healthy habits and living a healthy, balanced lifestyle, optimizing every piece of our health. So, but a lot of people um, are concerned about the health effects of CrossFit, especially the negative ones. You know, there, I mean, so many people are talking that, yeah, you get injured all the time. And, and there is some truth to that. Um, but what, what are your views on in terms, of, in terms of this? And why do so many people get injured in, uh, in CrossFit? Yeah, I think um, uh, there's definitely some negative connotations uh, with CrossFit in some, um, in some people's minds. Simply because number one, it is very high intensity most of the time, um, and also it involves a lot of um, complex full body you know, uh, movements. Right? Uh, you know, when, mm. when we look at you know, Olympic weightlifting, it is definitely um, a higher risk compared to say a, a machine based weight training. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, we, I uh, personally, I think the the rewards of that at far outweigh the risk. And at, um, really the foundation is the, our key focus. So for the, the, main, the best thing that I can do is to ensure that the gym that we run um, has a strong foundation so that everyone who comes through our door when they're starting CrossFit for the first time or if they're new, uh, must pass through a, um, a detailed foundation course. Sure, sure. Uh, and you know, it's it definitely is. If you if you just kind of jump in, it's unfortunately you know, some gyms um, that I've had experience with um, do not really put much of an emphasis on technique from the beginning. So if you are you know someone that's new and you jump in and you start pulling a barbell around, uh, yeah, for sure you will definitely you know build up some injuries very quickly. Absolutely. So basically, what you would say is it's most about, you know, how the box and gym is actually run, i.e. Uh, how the coaches uh, take you through the movements and all that? I think so. You know, there's yeah. two, definitely two aspects. You know, if you have the gym who will, you know, most of the time will do their best to make sure that they, the uh, a beginner will focus on their technique uh, uh, and emphasis should be on safety rather mm -hmm. than, you know, pulling heavy weights. But on the other side, you know, if uh, an individual is... Um, too uh, eager, too excited, and if they have, especially if they have a strong found, uh, strength foundation, you know, and they can pull heavy weights, yeah. and they they don't actually uh, listen to the coach. You know, there's really you know, uh, we can do our best, right? But if mm, it's really course. also depending on the individual to be to be uh, compliant, to be humble enough to to really um, you know start with light weights and you know focus on technique. No, absolutely. You know, I, I can definitely uh, vouch myself to to that category of having foundation and then 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 pulling too hard and and not knowing what I'll what I'm doing and, and tearing off mostly my shoulders uh, and rotator cuffs. But um, yeah, I've I've done that myself myself too. Uh, but back in the days. Um, so let let's scroll back into 2016 or or, or before that because you you've done CrossFit for quite many years at that point um, and you've lived you've lived in Singapore for three years or so. 
um, uh, and then yourself and, and some of your mates decided to open up your own box. What led you to this decision? Yeah, it was kind of, uh, it, was, it actually just really came out of uh, a really casual chat with my housemate at the time, uh, mm-hmm. Paul Lois, whom uh, I'm not sure you might have met at, even yeah, at yeah, the hub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, we, we used to train at the CrossFit Hub together. Um, and at one point I ended up, uh, you know, flat sharing with him. So one morning we were, we both had the morning off. We we're just having a cu- cup of coffee um, in the lounge. And mm. we we're just talking about, you know, the fact that we both had a bit of spare time uh, and we, you know, how do we sort of put that to use? And uh, it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was core at that point was suggesting actually, you know, Myself and two of my uh, colleagues at Unilever were talking about, you know, how there is still, I think, a market at that point for CrossFit gyms. There's still, um, I think, not that many around. There was, I think, at that point, there would have been uh, less than ten. Yeah, man. And um, and yeah, we kind of just kind of build on that idea. We got together a few times, discussed options, um, started looking around for space, and luckily enough, we um, we found the space in Bukit Paso, which you know, fit our budget and uh, it was big enough, I think, had the potential with the park in the back to, you know, to, to make it work. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, can you sort of uh, rewind a bit about that whole experience of opening, opening the gym? Um, I'm sure you guys, um, you know, uh, run into some, some issues, uh, but then obviously pulling through and now you're, you've already been running for four years, over four years, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's, um, I'll tell you what, it's uh, not something I would uh, recommend to everyone. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely, it was, it was and still is um, quite a bit of work, um, you know, starting from the beginning where um, uh, essentially where we're trying to offer as many hours as possible uh, with as little overheads as possible meant, mm. you know, myself, Paul, were pitching a lot, uh, doing a lot of the coaching, you know, outside of our full-time jobs, right? Luckily we lived quite close by and then we can just walk there. Um, but yeah, it's for sure the, at least the very first two years or so, um, has been, was quite hard in terms of just, um, hands-on hours there as well as just a lot of administrative work as well. Obviously, um, it was, it was also because it was, um, our first sort of, um, own business so there was a lot of things that we did not really foresee or take into consideration um but yeah it's it was quite a lot of work um i'm just really glad that uh my fiance quinn she Mm. moved over uh and she's also very active in terms of um the crossfit uh as a sport and as a community so she's also been pitching in a lot that, that's awesome. Um, that's and awesome. I'm just, yeah, really blessed that that's worked out that way. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. And I'm, I'm sure as you look at the whole journey, um, you know, with the hindsight, it's, it's, it's quite re- uh, rewarding, isn't it? And because now your box is thriving really nicely, isn't it? So. Yes, for sure. I wouldn't, uh, I have no zero regrets about opening the box. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's definitely, uh, if, you know, if I can go back in time, I will definitely uh, have quite a few pointers for myself and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. Of course. Now, in, in terms of um, um, running your own own box and, and taking care of the community there, what what, what do you think is are, are are some of the most or some of the best points of doing that um, for yourself? Is it is it the community? Is it the spirit? Is it the you know promoting healthy habits? 
Yes, uh, I think, um, although as tiring as it is, I think one of the most important things for me was is, is to be still be hands-on and be present because um, the community, you know, being there every day, getting to know everyone, you know, um, because uh, is, is, is just, I will say, as important, if not more important than the workouts. Mm -hmm. uh, especially in a transient country like Singapore, where a lot of people come here not knowing anyone. Um, you know, people come here to, you know, get healthy, uh, get an exercise, but also to, you know, just meet people as well. So a lot of strong friendships, uh, even, you know, relationships have developed in, through, through this community. And I'm, that's one of the things I'm most proud about. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think, you know, in terms of health, you know, as well as the physical side, I really think, you know, um, and especially through after circuit breaker, you know, just a lot of the feedback we're getting is that people are, were really looking forward to coming back to the community. Of course, yeah. Just looking forward to seeing their friends again, you know, and that really, I think, makes a positive impact on people's mental health. It it does it does I'm I'm sure I mean it was the same for myself I was like locked in 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 one single room because I was sharing a sharing an apartment at that time locked in a single room for three months or so you know getting out and getting back to uh, to working out with uh, with or in a CrossFit box uh, that was simply one of the best things ever 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 happened to me really you know it's a, it was a it was an awesome awesome experience I'm sure that the same has happened all across the world as, as well. Um, on, yeah. on that note now um, in terms of yourself uh, Jeff because you are like you are like a true health professional if you may you are a chiropractic you uh, are a chiropractor you are you own a CrossFit box you are a, um, a top CrossFit athlete in Singapore as well so um, let's talk about your healthy habits um, in terms of do you, I mean could you take us through your healthy habits in terms of sleep Nutrition, workouts, meditation. Do you do maybe breathing exercise or whatnot? Yeah, um, it's. I think um, myself. I what I like to do is really find a balance. Um, I think people can really overdo it in one area or another. And uh, I've tried, you know, being in the past, being very strict with you know my diet, you know, going low carb or. Um, whatnot, especially nutrition, uh, or and also working out a bit too much uh, at some times. Uh, I think right now I'm I'm quite happy with the balance I'm getting, and really it's um, yeah, like I said before, uh, I think sleep is an important one, right? Mm -hmm. um, as late as we get home, sometimes from the box, you know, uh, nine ten o'clock, yeah. we still you know make sure we get eight hours of sleep in every night. Sure. Um, and you know, I usually start my morning with the calm app uh, mm, to, yeah. to do a, just a quick 10 minute meditation. Um, and I try and, uh, go to the box about five times a week. Uh, and the other two days, um, I go through active recovery, active, um, rest. So, uh, something like swimming a few, mm. uh, or going for a long jog. To, I find that quite uh, therapeutic. Just listening to some music and just go for a slow jog for an hour. Oh yeah, that that is that is really really yeah. nice nice thing to do. <laughs> now, do uh, you do, do you have any wearable devices like 
Apple watches or, um, or I whatnot. don't actually, I'm, I'm terrible at tracking those things. I, in terms of metrics and numbers, I, mm-hmm. I'm not a person that usually track that. <laughs> and I probably <laughs> should. <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's a good point though, Jeff, if, if you really think of it, if, as I'm, as I'm listening to you, I mean, your habits are on a level that, you know, uh, which like all of, all of, all of us should, should really model through. I mean, you don't necessarily need the wearable devices unless you think you might have an issue on, on some of the uh, some of the areas i mean some people don't sleep well so it might be beneficial for them to actually start tracking their sleep with an aura ring or, or something like that uh, to actually be able to improve on it as well but it's it's not entirely necessary to to have a wearable device um, on, on that front now in terms of uh, in terms of nutrition um jeff do you have a specific nutrition nutritional guideline or um, it's not very specific. Like we talked about before, you know, I'm a strong advocate of you know, really just being, uh, eating whole foods. Um, so I, I do practice, um, uh, in min fasting. So, yeah. uh, which means, uh, usually I skip breakfast. Uh, I, and I, I finish, I have a pretty late lunch just because we try and cater to the lunchtime crowd at the clinic. So usually I have lunch around 2 PM and I usually will just have, um, either big salad with some, sure. some protein, um uh, there's i mean there's so many um places now that do you know make your own bowls right so i of think course. that's a great great option and i'm just really fortunate my fiance quinn is a great cook and <laughs> during the week usually we uh definitely eat uh, uh quite clean you know yeah. either salads or like roast veggies or stir fry with some sort of protein uh but you know again you know life's about balance so on the weekends we turn to uh uh, splurge a bit, you know, go, um, you know, have some junk food, you know, have some wine. I, I'm quite partial to a craft beer or two. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> mental health, right? <laughs> it, it, it is, it is. And, and it's, it's so important to remember the balance. Now it's, it's like, um, so many people go and including myself in the past, I mean, I've been all, always a, a person of extremes. So if I do something, I, then I go overboard and then just like, for example, on my diets, I might just n- never eat anything outside of my uh, my uh, my diet regime and whatnot. But uh, the older I've I've become, the more I've noticed is that exactly the type of balance you just described in terms of how you approach nutrition and food and just like enjoying yourself on the weekends, that is actually the most sustainable way and the healthiest way as well to approach um, something like well nutrition and exercise at the same time as well, right? Yes, correct. Um, now in terms of, um, uh, because you, you do move a lot. Um, so five CrossFit workouts plus your active recovery sessions as well. Uh, do you do a lot of mobility and flexibility work? Um, I'm lucky that, uh, you know, as a chiropractor with, you know, um, fellow chiropractors working in the same clinic, uh, I, I'm, I get access to adjustments, uh, uh, you know, on the regular. Yeah. So I actually, uh, that I, I'm, I get a bit lazy and I kind of, that really helps, you know, take mm. care of a lot of my mobility issues. Uh, so I, I get adjusted twice a week at least. And usually oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And that really, I find helps to, you know, address my, uh, any stiffness from big workouts mm-hmm. any niggles that I find I feel. And so that, uh, doesn't accumulate into any major injuries. Uh, but for sure, um, I'm a strong advocate of, you know, taking the time to, do some mobility drills uh, before, especially uh, your workouts to warm up. So mobilize your joints, uh, get on a foam roller. Um, and I try and uh, do some just uh, simple 
15, 20 minute yoga routines uh, once a week or, or two, mm-hmm. if I can. Yeah. And so very, it sounds like very, like, like um, varied, uh, but, but still effective dynamic and dynamic um, stretching before workouts and then whatnot. Yes. Yeah. That's um, I think that's very important. The, the warm up. Yeah, absolutely. Because that, that reduces your injury, um, injury risk as well. Right. Definitely. Many, many studies are stating that. Um, and even still, you know, it's, it's funny. I've, I've gotten injured so many times myself too, um, which like almost every time I, I, when I roll, roll the tape backwards, I can notice that it's almost every time it's, I, it's mostly because of lack of warming, lack of warm up. Which comes back to dynamic uh, stretching or over overtraining. That's those are the two main reasons which I've attrib- attributed my uh, my own injuries towards. Which you can learn from. So, knocking out the wood, I haven't been injured for a while now, which is great. Um, so, um, yeah, that's that's cool. Now, in term, you mentioned that you do um, daily meditation. Um, how did you get into meditation? Um, it, uh, we were introduced to it by again by my uh, good buddy Paul Paul Lloyd mm, and. Yeah. Um, uh it was just talking about the fact that you know it's uh one, one thing that really there's a fighter fighter plane right across my yard. yeah you were saying i was just saying that um it's uh, one thing that what they talked about really resonated with me was that i did um it really helps you be more present in oh, yeah. your day-to-day activities and i find that yeah a lot of times you know you're going through motions with you know even you know when you're out with friends and having a uh having a good time you know you're kind of always thinking about something in the past or always thinking about something in the future and you're not really in the moment to enjoy yourself and enjoying life and that really resonated with me and i find the meditation especially the um the breathing techniques involved yeah. uh helps me to ground myself in the present and which i really appreciate yeah, absolutely. We uh, we just did uh, did two episodes on meditation with uh, with our with our co-founder Aki, um, uh, and I've I've gone to, gone into meditation in the last few years as well, and it's it's been one of the best things I've ever started in my life. I mean, the the amount of like calmness and increased focus and happiness as well has been quite amazing. So it's definitely something that that everyone should uh, should give it give a try. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. So um, in terms of, um, you know, because you do see so many people both in your practice and in the CrossFit um, uh, box. So what is your sort of view of the overall health status of, of average people who come, come across, who you come across in, in life? And, and how, how could people like, like take a better approach towards healthy habits? Um, one of the things that I have noticed in with my time is that most people uh, these days are very uh, sedentary right, in terms of their work. Mm. There's desk bound jobs that, you know, you sit at a desk uh, for eight to 10 hours a day. And unfortunately, you know, you um, exercising, you know, even if you exercise, you know, most days for an hour is not really enough uh, to, to compensate for all that sitting that you do. Absolutely. Uh, so two things, the two issues with that. Number one is uh, it does accumulate into poor posture and then, um, and then degeneration of their joints, which is why people, you know, even uh, if they're staying active, they still get really stiff shoulders, low, low back issues uh, from just all the sitting. But the other thing is that it does mean that you are actually more susceptible to 
injuring yourself, especially mm-hmm. with uh, really high intensity dynamic exercise like CrossFit. Because if you sit at a desk all day and then you go to the um, and then you go to the gym or stiff, especially if you don't warm up and you start, you know, lifting heavy weights, that's a recipe for injury. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing I really advocate is um, making sure that if your job is very sedentary, if you're desk bound uh, most of the day, that to really make sure you get up and move around every at least once an hour. I've shown people usually some simple uh, stretches, mobility drills that they can just do. It takes like 30 seconds to a minute, then you can sit back down. Mm. Every hour, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Just to create more movement in their joints and body before they, um, uh, during the day. All right. Um, well, that's definitely something that, that I need to, I need to start doing myself as well. Cause you know, it's, it's so often you find yourself just, just sitting down too, too long, especially at the home office. I was uh, quite, um, quite, um, happy that I was able to go and uh, fetch my standing desk from my, um, um, salary job office, um, yesterday. So I can actually stand up now. So, which is, which is simply awesome indeed. Now, now Jeff, it's been, it's been such an awesome discussion with you, um, and very in-depth uh, conversations about health, wellness, chiropractors, uh, or chiropractic and, and CrossFit and so forth. Um, but before we, before we sort of wrap this up, I just want to ask you, um, can, I mean, why would chiropractic be, uh, be a healthy habit and why should people consider attending chiropractic um every now and then yeah um i think it's um because most people you know come to see me uh when they are in what we call like crisis mode right they have pain that they can no longer bear and uh tolerate and they come in to seek help but what we definitely try and educate patients on is that um, just like your teeth, you know, your spine needs uh, regular maintenance to be taken care of, needs uh, time and effort and money to, uh, to maintain. Right? And unfortunately, because you can't see your spine, you, you know, it's less of a priority. And um, it, the benefits of that include um, you know, less aches and pains, obviously, less stiffness. But in the long term, uh, by uh, most of our patients end up at a stage where they come in for maintenance care. And sure. for most people, that means you know, they need to wear between every fortnight to every month. And that helps them keep the joints mo- mobile so that, number one, the pain doesn't come back and doesn't get worse. And also, it really um, there's a lot of evidence be- uh, behind uh, helping to slow down the aging of your joints, right? the, de- the degeneration. Yeah. So we can definitely help. Uh, prevent accumulation of wear and tear arthritis in the spine or any other joint really uh, and also you know um, working with the spine which is essentially what house your nervous system you know a better functioning uh, means that you know uh, your nervous system will function better mm-hmm. and the most common sort of feedback i get from patients are things like they sleep better when they uh, adjust regularly they uh, digest food better right they um uh, and they have less headaches, you know, there. So yeah. a lot of uh, organic changes, a lot of, uh, 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 organic changes, you know, positive changes, you know, if you have your, do spend the time to take care of your spine. Mm. All right. That, I think that's, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. And uh, this makes me, makes me want to uh, come and see you next week, maybe. So anytime. <laughs> Um, now, as we, as we are sort of wrapping up, this is the final question to you, Jeff, uh, what are your three top tips to live a healthy life? Uh, top tips, three top tips. I will definitely um, place an emphasis on moving regularly. Uh, do something that you enjoy, 
that you which will help with compliance make that you can do regularly uh, doesn't have to be crossfit doesn't have to be uh weightlifting but something that you like doing so that you will do almost every day um and also finding a balance second i will say finding a balance you know eating healthily um but making sure it's sustainable make sure you still go out and enjoy food and drinks with your friends so that you know you don't burn out and um yeah as a chiropractor i would definitely recommend everyone to have their spine checked at one time or another as well those are some some awesome tips thank you so much jeff it's been super awesome to discuss with you thank you very much once again now where can people follow you um jeff uh follow me <laughs> yeah you can follow me through uh our actually most of the time I would suggest maybe our CrossFit Urban Edge Instagram or our Alpha Chiropractic uh, Facebook group. Fantastic. I will yeah. make sure we'll put those links into the show notes um, so people can, uh, can go and take a look for sure. Um, again, thank you very much for joining us, Jeff. Um, this has been Hell Till Weekly episode number, number um, 23, um, and it kicks off the season number two. We've had such an awesome discussion with Dr. Jeff Lin um, here in Singapore um, this uh, this morning. Um, I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome day ahead. Join us next week again on the next episode of Hell Till Weekly. Make sure you download the Healthila app from Apple uh, App Store and Google Play right now today for free and try out the new st um, stress scan from your phone camera um, as well. And I'll, I'll speak to you ne next week. Peace. This podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.